اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم سورت الشمس سورت الشمس is a مکی سورة and the Prophet صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم advised معاذ رضی اللہ عنہ to recite this سورة in صلات العشاء instead of a longer سورة such as سورت البقرة or آل عمران وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا By the sun and its brightness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes an oath by the sun and also duhaha, its duha, its brightness. The word duha is used for the brightness of the sun, the light and the heat of the sun. And it's also used for morning time, daytime or forenoon. وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا By the sun and its brightness. وَالْقَمَرِ And by the moon, إِذَا تَلَاهَا When it follows it. تَلَا يَتْلُو This is not tilawa as in recitation over here, but tala in its literal sense, which means to follow. So, and I swear by the moon, when it follows it. Follows what? Follows the sun. How does the moon follow the sun? When the sun rises, eventually it sets. And when it goes away, what is it that comes in the horizon? It's the moon. Or talaha can be also understood as that the moon when it follows the sun, meaning taking its light. Because the moon's light is not its own. It takes the light from where? From where? From the sun. So walqamari ida talaha. Wannahari and by the day, ida jallaha when it displays it. Jalla, Jim, Lam, Wow, Jalu. Jalu is to throw light on something, to make it visible. And Jallaha, meaning when the day reveals its full glory. The day brings the sun to view. Alright? Ida Jallaha, the day brings the sun in view because it's daytime when you see the sun. Wannahari. إِذَا جَلَّاهَا وَاللَّيْلِ And by the night إِذَا يَغْشَاهَا When it covers it يَغْشَا To cover So the night covers it Covers what? The sun Over here ha In every verse is referring to the sun So the night when it covers it Meaning you don't see the sun in the sky anymore As the night arrives as Allah says in Surah Yasin, Ayah 37, A sign for them is the night, we extract from it the day, مظلمون, then they are left in darkness. And by the sky, And that which built it, that which constructed it. Ma, remember, is used in many different ways. One meaning of ma is, ma is of mausul. Mausul as in it gives the meaning of alladhi, the one who. So was samai, and I swear by the sky, wama banaha, and the one who built it. Who built it? Allah built it. Allah constructed it. And look at the word bana that has been used, which is used for construction, to make something that's solid and firm. So وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا And ma can also be taken over here as مَصْدَرِيَّةِ Meaning 
مَا بَنَاهَا Meaning how remarkable is its bana, is its construction. By the sky and how remarkable it is that the sky has been made. وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا وَالْأَرْضِ And by the earth وَمَا طَحَاهَا Again, وَمَا طَحَاهَا Two meanings. And the one who has spread it, meaning Allah who has spread the earth. Or secondly, مَا طَحَاهَا How remarkable is its spreading. Now the word طَحَا which has been used for the earth, that how the earth has been spread, extended. طَحَا وَاو طَحُو طَحَا يَطْحُو is to spread something, extend it. And the word is also used for throwing something like a ball. So throwing something, because when you throw it, it goes far from you. And because it's a ball, it's going to roll away even further. Some have said that طَحُو, it means بَسْط, to spread something far and wide. Just think of a ball. As you throw it, where does it go? Far away. So, مَا طَحَاهَا What it means is that He has extended the earth. The earth is not small. You don't reach a place that's called the end of the world, do you? That's something you would see in cartoons long time ago. Right? But it doesn't exist anymore. Even in cartoons. Right? Because there's no place in the world where you could say, I'm at the edge of the world. No, you're not. No matter where you are, the earth is still before you. Because the earth is like a ball. So, وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا طَحَاهَا وَنَفْسٍ And also by the soul, وَمَا سَوَّاهَا And the one who proportioned it. Or how amazing is its taswiyah. سَوَّا يُسَوِّي تَسْوِيَةً Is to straighten something, to put it in order, to perfect it, to smoothen it. Taswiyah, it also gives the meaning of balance and proportion. So the soul that is proportioned, what does it mean by that? The soul that is proportioned, that is created in a very sound and balanced way. Which soul is this? The human soul. And if you compare the human being with any creature, you see that the human being is the most balanced. The nafs, the human psychology is the most balanced, the most moderate. And if you think about it, in other creatures, for instance, animals, there is this greed and selfishness, which is why for food they will kill each other. Isn't it? It's amazing. So, وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا how Allah has proportioned, balanced the soul. فَأَلْهَمَهَا And now the detail of that taswiyah is given. That فَأَلْهَمَهَا That He inspired it. Alhama, Inspired. Ilham. Lam ha meem. Ilham is إِقَاعُ الشَّيْءِ nafs To put something in the nafs. To inspire. So, Alhamaha, he put in the nafs of the person what? Fujuraha, its evil, its wickedness, wataqwaha, and its piety. Meaning, inside of man, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in him both the inclination to fujur and the inclination to taqwa. This is the taswiyah, the balance that Allah has created in human beings.
Jinn, if you think about that, jinn are more rebellious. Right? Angels are what? Just programmed to obey. The human being has in him the potential to disobey and the potential to obey. فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Fujur. What is fujur? To act immorally. To disobey. And taqwa, the fear of Allah. So, alhamaha fujuraha wa taqwaha. He pointed out to the man, to the human being, what is good and what is evil. Like we say, the moral compass is inside. So that a person can recognize what is right and what is wrong. What is the response? What is the conclusion of these oaths? Qad aflaha man zakkaha. Qad aflaha. He has succeeded. Who has succeeded? Man zakkaha. The one who has purified it. Purified what? The soul. Because in the soul is the inclination to do evil also. So this means that there will always be a battle inside of you that you will be fighting. Your good side and your bad side. Your inclination to do good and your inclination to do bad. There's always a struggle. What you feed becomes stronger and it overpowers the other. You know, for example, when it comes to intention, can you ever say, okay, my intention is good and now, khalas, I don't need to worry about it? No. It's a daily battle. You have to fight yourself. You know, when your nafs is inclining towards fujur, showing off, boasting, feeling proud, at that time, your heart will tell you, don't show off. Don't be such a loser. Right? So there's an inner battle. Now what you feed will become strong. It will overpower the other. So tazkiyah is a lifelong process. You can never say, oh, I did tazkiyah for two years, now I'm good. No. It's a lifelong process. Just like your body, you have to keep cleaning it. You have to keep taking a shower. Right? You can't say, okay, I've taken a shower, I'm good for a month. No. I'm good for my life. Please don't think like that. So, how can we think that if we have purified ourselves for just a moment or two, we are good for the rest of our lives? No, we're not. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا The one who purifies the soul, then he has succeeded. وَقَدْ خَابَ And he has failed. خَيْبَ Failure, disappointment. So who has failed? مَنْ دَسَّاهَا The one who has buried it. Corrupted it. The word dasa is from the root letters dal, sin, sin. It is said that the word is actually dasasa. But the other sin is assimilated into the first one. So, dasasa, what does it mean? It means to bury something. Basically, tadsis is ikhfa, to hide something. Am yadussuhu fitturab. Ayumsikuhu ala hunin. Am yadussuhu fitturab. That when one of them has a girl baby, what does he do? He thinks to himself that should he keep the baby with embarrassment and disgrace or should he cover it with mud? So this is the meaning of dasa, to cover, to hide. So when you have an opportunity to do something wrong, to say something wrong, 
Does your heart tell you, don't do this? Hmm? Does it? Is there some hesitation? There is. Is there some fear? Yes, there is. Why? Because your inner voice is telling you, don't do this. This is not okay. This is not appropriate. But what happens sometimes? We ignore that voice. We ignore it. So the one who buries that voice, then he has khaba. وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا Another meaning of the word dasa is that it is from the root letters dal sin ya. And that means to corrupt or to spoil something. So, وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا The one who corrupts the soul, then he has failed. This is the test of life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put both abilities, both voices inside of us. One voice telling us, disobey Allah. The other voice telling us, don't you dare. Who do we respond to? Who do we obey? Who do we feed? Whatever we feed is what will be strengthened. كَذَّبَتْ سَمُودُ Now look at the example of those who ignored their inner voice. كَذَّبَتْ سَمُودُ كَذَّبَتْ It denied. Who? Samud. بِطَغْوَاهَا Because of their طَغْوَا Because of their transgression. They transgressed because of their rebellious nature. They denied. Who did they deny? Their messenger, Salih إِذِمْ بَعَثَ How did they deny their messenger? إِذِمْ بَعَثَ when he got up, when he rose up, who? Ashqaha, the most wretched of it. The worst person amongst them, he got up. Who was this worst person among them? His name was Qidar bin Salif. And what did he do? He got up and he killed the camel. فَقَالَ لَهُمْ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ And the Messenger of Allah said to them, نَاقَتَ اللَّهِ This is the camel of Allah. Meaning Allah's miracle. وَسُقِيَاهَا And her turn to drink. سُقِيَا What does سُقِيَا mean? To drink. Drinking turn. So the Messenger warned them that this camel belongs to Allah. This is Allah's miracle. And it's the camel's turn to drink. Because remember that these people demanded from their Prophet a very specific miracle. And what was that? They wanted a full-term pregnant she-camel to emerge from the middle of the rocks. And what happened? That camel actually came. Did they believe? No, they didn't. They denied. So what happened then? The people were told, look, one day you get to drink. Your animals get to drink from the water hole. And the next day, it's the right of the Allah. But what would happen is that this camel, because it was a miraculous camel, it would drink a lot of water. So the people were getting fed up. So they decided they were going to get rid of the camel. And the Prophet of Allah warned them, do not do this. Do not hurt the camel. Let her drink on her day. It is her right. وَسُقِيَاهَا 
فَكَذَّبُوهُ But they denied him. فَعَقَرُوهَا And then they killed the camel. They cut her tendon. عَقَرُوعَيْنْ قَافْرَا Basically it is to wound or to cripple a creature. So here they crippled the camel. How? By cutting the tendons that are in the back of the knee. The hamstring. So فَعَقَرُوهَا They killed it. Now think about it. How did they kill the camel? What made them kill the camel? Didn't they have their inner voice that told them don't do it? You know that this camel is not an ordinary camel. This is a miracle. It appeared in front of you. As you had demanded. And then the messenger has also warned us to not harm the camel. But what happened? Did they respond to that inner voice? No. They buried it. They ignored it. فَعَقَرُوهَا What was the result? What was the result? What did we learn earlier? وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّهَا Failure. فَدَمْدَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ فَدَمْدَمَ So he inflicted upon them. رَبُّهُمْ Their Lord بِذَمْبِهِمْ Because of their sin. What did he inflict upon them? Severe punishment. You see the word دَمْدَمَ دَالْمِيم دَالْمِيم It means to beat in a way as to level with the ground. Similar to دَكْ Similar to دَكْ It is said دَمْدَمَ is to destroy something and completely blot it out, leaving no traces. فَدَمْدَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّهُمْ بِذَمْبِهِمْ Because of their sin, these people were punished. And what happened after the punishment? فَسَوَّاهَا Then he leveled it. Leveled what? The entire nation. Just imagine a forest full of trees. All the trees are cut down. They're uprooted. Then a fire is set. Everything is burned to the ground. And then, then what is done? A roller or something is passed on top of it. All smooth. فَسَوَّاهَا Another meaning of the word فَسَوَّاهَا is that he made them all equal in punishment. That even though one of them got up to kill the camel, everyone was guilty. Why? Because no one stopped him. And this is the thing. When you see somebody doing something wrong, even then your heart tells you, that's not okay. And at that time we have two options. Either let it be, ignore it, think, that, oh, what can I do here? What can I say? Or the other is that we do amr bil ma'roof wa nahiyan al-munkar. And if we don't do amr bil ma'roof wa nahiyan al-munkar, then we are equally guilty. Because what did the Prophet ﷺ say? When you see wrong being done, then stop it how? With your hand. If you cannot do that, then stop it how? With your tongue. And if you cannot even do that, then consider it wrong in your heart. But that is the lowest level of faith. فَسَوَّاهَا They were all guilty. وَلَا يَخَافُ عُقُبَاهَا وَلَا يَخَافُ And he did not fear. Allah has no need to fear عُقُبَاهَا its consequence. Why? What happens is that when someone is punished, a criminal is caught, that there's some fear that there will be some form of outrage. And this is the reason why many times security forces also, they don't take any serious measures. Why? Out of fear of outrage. But what do we see here? وَلَا يَخَافُ عُقُبَاهَا Allah does not fear any consequences. 
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والشمس وضحاها والقمر إذا تلاها والنهار إذا جلاها والليل إذا يغشاها والسماء وما بناها والأرض وما طحاها ونفس وما سواها فألهمها فجورها وتقواها قد أفلح من زكاها وقد خاب من دساها كذبت ثمود بطغواها إذ بعث أشقاها فقال لهم رسول الله ناقة الله وسقياها فكذبوه فعقروها فدمدم عليهم ربهم بذنبهم فسواها ولا يخاف عقباها So what do we see in this surah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made different arrangements for the guidance of people. Firstly, at the beginning of the surah, signs around us, above us are mentioned. The sun, the moon, the night, the day. I mean, who can miss the brightness of the sun, the heat of the sun, the darkness of the night, the beauty of the moon? Who can miss it? These signs Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in the universe. Why? Signs, what do signs do? They point to a destination. So these are all pointers leading us to who? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Secondly, وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا That Allah has also placed within man, inside himself, inside man, what? فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا The inner compass. Because your heart tells you when you're doing something wrong. As Allah says, بَلِ الْإِنسَانُ عَلَى نَفْسِهِ بَصِيرًا No one needs to tell you, oh, you should not have said that. You know you should not have said that. No one needs to tell you, you wasted money over there. You already know that. Because of the guilt. You know, this guilt that we feel, this is also because of what? It's because the heart is there. The nafs is talking. Thirdly, Allah has also sent messengers. And the example of the messenger is given. The messenger who was sent to... The people of Thamud. Through messengers, through scriptures also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent guidance. So if a person does not purify himself, ignores the inner voice, ignores the clear evident signs, and ignores the clear words of the messenger, the clear message of the scripture, then whose fault is it? It's his own fault. 